Hey, welcome to Snacks, the snack edition of the Digital Marketing Babes podcast, giving you a little nugget of knowledge to keep you full until our next full-length episode. This delicious snack is about the role psychology plays in marketing. So I was actually inspired by a post I saw on LinkedIn where I advised someone that they could combine their passion of marketing and psychology together. And I thought it'd be great to have a quick one-sided chat about the role psychology plays in marketing. As you know, I love a good backstory. So um, I studied psychology for AS. I studied it for such a long time, a whole 12 weeks, in fact. I dropped it after one term because I, one, I thought it was BS and two, I didn't think my teacher was okay. And you know what? She wasn't, she she left that year. Um, but my interest remained and I was really pleased when it was mentioned in my mind masters. So if we go back to basics, psychology is defined as the scientific study of the human mind and its functions, especially those affecting behaviour in a given context. And it's the takings from, you know, the study into the mind and its functions that is used in marketing to this very day. So one of my favourite marketing devices is emotional marketing. As mentioned in our episode back in December, emotion plays a huge role in marketing. For example, we felt anxious and then warmth by the Coca-Cola advert. We were made to feel nostalgic by the Sainsbury's ad. We felt happy by the Tesco ad and we felt hatred from the Audi ad because we hate Kevin the Carrot. I could go on, but this is just a snack. This ain't the whole damn meal, okay? Uh, There's actually quite a famous quote from Zig Ziglar. He's an iconic salesman and motivational speaker. And he said, people don't buy for logical reasons. They buy for emotional reasons. So if someone feels something about a product or a brand, they're forming an emotional connection. And, you know, often you want to form a positive connection and, you know, you want to evoke feelings such as happiness and joy. And they're really great tools that can be used. Sometimes brands play on sadness as an emotion and sadness can often evoke a sense of compassion or empathy and sadness really helps draw awareness to certain situations which is why it's often used as a marketing tool for charities and causes because they are such strong feelings. I know we haven't got all day here so how can I use emotion effectively I hear you ask. Well my friends the answer is very simple. There are two scientific concepts that help researchers distinguish one emotion from another and that is arousal and valence. Arousal essentially refers to the intensity of an emotion, so how calming or exciting it is, whereas valence that deals with the positive and negative characteristics of an emotion. So if your content has positive connotations such as joy or love, it will likely have a positive valence. Negative connotations including violence, anger, death will have a low or negative valence. Similarly, the more exciting, inspiring or infuriating something is, the higher the arousal. Information that is soothing or calming produces low arousal. And studies show that ads with high levels of arousal are the most memorable for consumers. So when combined with valence, either high or low, the effect becomes even stronger. Positive valence creates pleasant associations in our brains and our brains are wired more to remember positive things than negative things. So a quick list of things that will get you some positive valence could be a kid struggling to make a Mother's Day breakfast. Uh, You know, oh, are they gonna burn themselves? But no. It's okay, it turns out all right in the end. Content created by children, that's another one, tugs on the heartstrings there. And things that seem to be uncertain but have a clear and great result by the end. So that is just one way psychology plays a role in marketing. Other ways could be FOMO marketing. So FOMO, fear of missing out, is where you leverage the customer's desire to grab every opportunity they get. But if they don't purchase your item, they are gonna be, whew, they're gonna be left in the dust. And basically the messaging in it is framed in such a way it pushes customers to make an impulse purchase rather than regret missing out. My good friend Dr. Zeus once said, you always regret the things you don't do. And that my friends is FOMO. 
So another way to use psychology and marketing is through sound. Uh, you can do things such as jingles. So I used to write Christmas pantomime jingles. They were brilliant. We have a lovely catchy jingle on our podcast. You can use, you know, sound that makes audiences feel anxious in your videos. It's just such a great way to make people feel. You can use old music to make them feel nostalgia and you just want to form that emotional connection. A great example of a jingle that's bloody awful but brilliant is the go compare ad as soon as i said that i hope some of you heard the go compare in your head because it's something so memorable it was in fact the most complained about ad in 2012 but you know what we still remember it because of how awful it was so yeah look into using sound but to anyone who loves psychology i think you should look into using psychology for your marketing because it's a great way to first of all expand your own mind and secondly it broadens your marketing horizons in my eyes you know you're gonna find yourself trying out new things that you might not have tried before and you never know they might just work really really well so give it a go that's what marketing is about giving it a good go i mean that's not really what marketing is all about but you know what i mean okay just a just an optimist okay so yeah that's that's really about it for me you, you know what i've got to go snack time ain't forever um if i have missed anything out dm me at digital marketing babes and i'll be happy to fill you in but until next time my friends enjoy the snacks